Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Conquering Stress Podcast. This is Dr. Bill Janishak. I will be your host today on this journey through us conquering stress. So welcome back, and if this is your first time, just welcome. Um, I want to talk about today two little words in stress. What if? What if are probably the two biggest stressful thoughts that go through our mind that cause stress, cause us to focus on stress, cause us to go down this deep, dark rabbit hole that just drives us in a loop all the time. And it starts out with something little. But if you if you tend to be a worrier, a stressor, uh, kind of have a little bit more of a negative output on life, you are going to go down the rabbit hole by saying those two little words, what if? Traffic gets a little bad, oh, what if I'm late for work? And if I get there, oh, what if the boss sees there? And pretty soon these what ifs become your reality. And it's because what if is a possibility word. Uh, what if, imagine, remember, some things like that. These get your mind active. They get your mind start thinking about everything at, at that point. So what if there's a car, a slow car in front of me and I can't get to work and I am a little bit late? And you start thinking about all the consequences. This is a, um, it's a protective mechanism that we have in our mind to directly go to worst case scenario because it's protective. We don't want bad things to happen to us. We don't want to get sick. We do not want to die. We want to protect our loved ones. So we go about all the possibilities of what could go wrong. And so we can sort of prepare for them. Well, back in the day when we were cave people and a mastodon was chasing us and we would be going just, well, what if he catches us and he bites my leg and I bleed to death, but then I survive, but I can't move away and then I'll starve and I'll do that. And my kids will be left homeless, you know, like cave people weren't already homeless. They were just living in a cave. But this is kind of a, a thing that went through our heads. And so it made us very aware and it was very appropriate at the time. Well, flash forward to uh, 2019 and we are still going into that terrible what if. What if the kids hang around the wrong people? What if the kids don't get the great grades and they don't get into college and what if they don't get the best job and then what if they end up homeless on the street and what if they end up with joining the circus and becoming circus freaks you know there has to be a point where you have to stop and get your logical mind back engaged because remember when we're under stress we think with our reptilian brain our reflexive brain and all we're thinking about is emotional and reactions, and it's very reflexive. And what if can start us on that path? Very, very uh, simple. The one of the reasons this kind of came to me is I was talking to a patient, and he had uh, pretty severe uh, blood sugar issues, some weight gain, some neck pain, back pain, uh, fatigue, and everything kind of goes a, a, along with the diabetes. And I said, you know what? Um, for your body type, your and ancestral stuff and what we've looked at your blood tests hormonal panels and everything i think a ketogenic diet would be really good for you and i 
went on the diet and we did a little elimination diet because there was some other uh, food sensitivities that I, th I think were causing a stress response in the body that was causing some other issues. And I said, well, you know, you'll, you'll probably have to cut out the grains and definitely the sugars and probably the corn because it looks like you have some immune reactions. And he gave me a little pushback and said, well, that's not sustainable. He says, you know, I can eat like that for a little while, but for the long term, I can't eat like that. And, you know, diets are diets and, you know, they're not something you go on. They're something that you do. And I don't think asking a diabetic that just has fatigue and is, you know, having cognitive um, problems and much, you know, much less neck and uh, low back pain, asking them to cut some crap out of their, their lifestyle is out of the question. But what it told me right off the bat was, this person goes, well, what if I can't do that? What if I do that? They were more committed to their dysfunction and managing their dysfunction than overcoming it and, and living a better life that, that they can. I, I know this person has uh, goals and dreams and there's you know, things that he enjoys, but based on his lifestyle, he wasn't going get, to get there with what he had. And he kept on going, what if? He said, well, what if I try this? And what if I try that? And it was possible, ability to think, but he was hanging on to his, his dysfunction so much. But don't, don't judge him right off the bat. Because as I sat back after he left and I thought about it, I said, we all do that to some degree. And it brought me to this, what if? I've known for a long time that what if is a terrible stress word because that's we start making stuff up in our head and and before we know it we're not even in in the realms of reality anymore but i have some great friends i i i have the privilege and i'm very blessed to hang out with a lot of people with really good mindsets so when we get together we have different conversations we do use the what if word but they're all in possibility thinking it's the same word. It's what if. It still opens you up to what else can happen is basically what we're asking ourselves. And if you go into what if and you flip it on its side from stress to, you know, unlimited possibility thinking, what could you do? What if you thought like that? What if rather than, you know, is... Sally or Johnny going to get into the good school? What else? What else could they do? What if they didn't get into college? And what if they became light, you know, laptop entrepreneurs? And what if they did this? What if they followed their dreams? What if they did that? And when you start opening yourself up to the possibility, thinking through what if, sky's the limit. And I I see this a a lot. Now I do this a lot myself because I always ask myself questions and people remember just because I have the podcast does not mean that I'm immune to stress in fact you know I probably get more stress than anybody but I handle it different because I fill up my toolbox and I use my my thought and my philosophy on you know what's going on with life what does this mean I will always ask that question 
when we limit ourselves in our in our thoughts when we say what what if and we go down that reflexive rabbit hole what if next time you were stressed out or something started getting to you or you started running those things in your head what if you stood back and you turned yourself around and you faced the other direction and you faced the other direction and you said all right I thought about all the bad stuff. What if, and then go the other way. What if there was a way out of this, this thought process or this situation or whatever is stressing you? What if? And then actually let your brain work and say, well, what if I did go on a new diet and what if I discovered some foods that I actually really liked? And what if I started shopping somewhere different and and I started doing this maybe four or five times a week and I could still have my cheat days so I don't feel really bad? What if I started losing a little weight? And what if I started sleeping better because I didn't have all the sugar in my diet and all of the processed foods that were just kind of slowing up my system? What if I just had, I don't know, 10 or 15% more energy at the end of the day. What if I started walking just down the block or around the block? Or what if what if I found someone just like me that was going through the same thing? And what if we teamed up together? And then what if we, we had goals? And what if we, we could sit over them? We could, it was somebody I could share with. What You can see where I'm going with this. It takes off a different you know, you you will get a totally different outcome than if you said, well, what if I can't eat any foods that I want? And what if I feel deprived? And what if I, what, what if I just, I, I, I can't do it? And what if that even stresses me out more? And what if I did, and, you know, come on, we always have a choice. And in uh, neuro-linguistic programming, one of the things is, 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 when did you decide that? So a lot of times the thoughts we have, they're just reflexes and you never actually thought about it. Remember, you are in control. You are in control of your life, your control of, of all the decisions you make. You just have to stop for a second and just kind of interrupt that pattern of thinking and switch it around. That's why I said when you when you start feeling a situation or a thought or something like, like that, when you, you catch yourself, what if, what if, what if... Stop and turn around, physically turn yourself around in the other direction. It's going to give you an actual and a perceptual, um, a, a different context because you're going to be looking in a different direction. So you have to think a different way. It, it's a, it sounds like a silly little, little thing, but it actually works. Change your perception of what where you're at. It will change the way that you think. And if you follow that... You never know what's going to happen. This is very important because I want you to kind of step out of your 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 new reality or your old reality that you have. Because again, when we start thinking these thoughts of what if, what if this happens, what if that happens, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, you've created that reality. And reality is only what you believe it to be. It is not actuality. We all have different realities in life. I've shared this example forever, but if we're sitting in a room and there's this, and I love snakes, you hate snakes, and someone drops a big boa constrictor right in the middle of us, 
you are going to react in a way that creates chemicals in your body that is going to make you sick and is leading you towards death. If I love that snake, my body is going to create chemicals in my body that are going to make me feel like I'm in love and that I'm feeling great and it's going to make me healthier and it's going to give me longevity and better health. It is the same situation. We are just perceiving it different because we've asked ourselves different questions. We have different beliefs about the situation that's going on. And if you can catch yourself, if you take the time out to, to catch yourself and realize that you're in charge of those thoughts. So next time a, uh, you get stressed about a situation or something, say, well, what's, what do I want this to mean? Well, I can't do that because it means this. As soon as you give it a definite definition, you've created that. So what if you gave it a different definition? What if you gave it a different possibility? What if you gave it a different meaning? Don't limit yourself on your thought. When you are in a stressful situation or a stressful state or a stressful period in your life, I want you to change something. I want you to change anything. You know, we all get our, our, our rituals. And, you know, you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you put on your clothes, you go down, you, you cook breakfast, get coffee, run out the door. Whatever it is, you have a routine. When you are in the middle of a routine, um, I'm a big fan of Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza uh, wrote uh, Breaking the Habit of Being You. Uh, and some other things, but he talks about the perception. He does a really good job of of taking the the esoteric or um, the metaphysical and bridging it with science and showing you how to how to logically put a lot of this woo and this law of attraction and some other things in th with science and neurobiology, and it. it it's very good. But as you go on and you create this habit, he talks about that your body becomes the mind because you, you're so ingrained in doing these things, you don't even think about it, so it becomes a habit. I see this all the time when uh, I'll put people on a new diet or I'll have them, you know, you need to do this exercises and they have to break their routine. And it's usually worse with diets because people more emotional with food than anything. But if I ask them to do an elimination diet and they're used to getting, you know, bran flakes and a donut with and coffee for breakfast, and I have them, you know, eating quinoa and chai tea or whatever it is, they get up in the morning and they're, they're not thinking. Their body's just going through the motion. And they realize, they go, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And they have to stop and think. And they're usually pissed off at me for about 72 hours because it, it's, it's agitating their routine. It's getting them out of there. They're breaking a habit. They're creating a new um, habit, and they're creating a new self when they're doing this. But you have to stop and think, and they're agitated. But after about 72 hours, this is what I've seen with the people with, with diets. Um, they start to get into a new routine and they go, okay, okay, it's quinoa in the morning and let me, uh, you know, start the chai tea or whatever they're, they're having. And that starts to become the, 
the new routine. As you start to get a new routine, the synapses or the way that the, the nervous system fires from the old routine starts to go away and you start to create a better habit. When you create new habits and new patterns, you're actually creating a new you. You can create uh, new patterns of thought and you actually are creating a new you because it's a new perspective. So one thing that I want you to, to do is change something. And maybe the first thing in the morning, uh, you wake up and you go outside. You go for a walk, a two-minute walk, a five-minute walk. You walk around the block, something else. It's a new stimulus because you're out in the you know, fresh morning air. You can see the sun come up. It's going to give you a different perspective. Even that small change of breaking the pattern that you've been doing is going to change the way you think. And what if you start thinking better thoughts as you do that? You're going to change everything because one habit leads to the next. It's like dominoes. You know, when you get in these habits, we're actually thinking the, the thoughts we've always thought. So when you, when you go back into your mind and you're driving to work, you say, oh, I got to get to work because I got to do the X, Y, and Jane's going to tell me this, and I don't want to do this, and I, oh, and then I wonder what we have for lunch. I'm going to go to Starbucks. I can't do that. And you're going to run through that. But as soon as you change one thing, it's going to change a trajectory on everything else that you have going on. You are going to change yourself. And what if that new person that you created also has goals and dreams that the old person the old you couldn't get across. I think that would be awesome. So, like I said, first thing I want you to do is step out of your, your reality. Question your reality. Ask yourself when you started to believe whatever's stressful. I want you to physically change something. Change a pattern. Change where your bed is so you wake up in a different position. Move your toothpaste from the left to the right, or the right to the left, or the top to the bottom. Change something. doesn't have to be huge. just has to be a change to create the thing after that to change. Um, use the bathroom down the hall instead of the one in your room. Like I said, whatever it is, I want you to change something. The last thing that I want you to do is I want you to meditate. I, and... Let me, let me clarify that. Meditation doesn't mean that you have to go into a quiet room and sit in lotus position and say OM a lot. Meditation means I want, it means just to be aware that you need to be aware of it. Meditation means to make aware. And, um, when people you see uh, yogis and people like that that are that are meditating, you think, oh, they're just in a far out state. They're not in a far out state. They are giving themselves complete awareness of whatever they're doing, whatever they're mindful of. So there's lots of ways to to do this, but I want you just to find somewhere quiet. And when you have a goal, when you have something that you want to overcome when you're thinking what if and you're thinking possibility thinking 
I want you to take a, a quote or, um, you know, a phrasing or, or something that resonates with you. Right now I'm sitting in my office and I'm looking um, uh, a Thoreau quote. Um, it's go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Now we, <laughs> between social media and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and everything else, we are inundated with motivational quotes that'll get you going and do that. And they, you know, in between the cat videos and, you know, the weight loss ads that, that end up on our social media feeds, you know, these, they're a dime a dozen because you see them, you see them, you see them, and you, you kind of, you kind of just kind of put them in the back of your head. But it's interesting. A lot of these quotes are just golden, but we don't pay enough attention to them. And we don't put a what if mentality in with them as, as we're reading them. So I have this, uh, go confidently in the direction of your dreams quote. I have it in three places in my house. I have it in my office where I'm recording this right now. I have it on a, a door um, as I leave the garage. And then I have it as one of the quotes in my mirror in my bathroom. And it's to keep it in top of mind, but I'll meditate on that, on what it actually means. Because we get so used to seeing these things that they, they just become, meh, you know, okay, what, what else you got? But a lot of these things that resonate with you, because, God, you know, how many, how many quotes are there out there that are great? And there's just a handful of them that resonated with me for whatever reason at whatever certain time in my life that I've kept them around, and then I'll actually think about it. So what does that mean? I mean, go confidently. That means change my state. That means, like, go in expecting good things to happen and, and go in the direction, not backwards, not float around, not wish for, but go march full-on out there for what I want, what what is in my head or what was in my head, whatever you, the, the dream was, go forward and go for it. We're sitting here in this podcast because this is a perfect example. You know, I've been told for five years, if you listen to the, the intro uh, of the, this podcast here, of Conquering Stress podcast, I explain. People have been for like five years, they say, oh, you should do a podcast, you should do this. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And I really wanted to, but there was technical stuff. And I like, uh, I don't want it. And what if I suck? And, uh, you know, people, oh, people can get the information I have off there. Then I thought, no, I really want to educate people. And I want to do this. And so, you know, the platforms got a lot easier. I decided to, you know, pull up my big boy panties and, you know, get a little uncomfortable and learn something and throw it out. I'm sure some people go, oh my God, that guy's, he's, he's terrible. But it's resonate. It's resonating with you for whatever reason, because maybe the way that I talk about stress or whatever I'm talking about that is going to resonate with you. So I had to go confidently in the direction of my dreams. So 
find something that resonates with you. There's a quote, there's something, there's a, there's a Bible verse, there, there's something, but sit there and meditate on it and actually, God forbid, take some action on it. Do what it says. Do, do what it says and, and really commit at, to doing something related to what, whatever quote or um, phrase that resonates with you. Do it instead of putting back, oh, yeah, that's a, that, that made me feel good for a, a moment like a jacuzzi. No, make it change. It resonated with you if you have dreams and to think, what if, what if you go out and do that? So those are the three things that I want you to do on, on that. I want you to flip what if on its head. And I want you to use it as an empowerment instead of shackles. Because next time you start to go into stress or a stressful situation or there's thoughts that are coming in or you can't sleep at night because, you know, the demons are in between your ears and they're talking to you. Just flip that what if around. So what if, what if I overcame this? What if this thing that I'm, I'm worried about, that I'm scared about, that what if I faced it? And, oh, what if it's, it, what if it's not as bad as I thought? And what if once I conquer that, what if I become even better? So the next time it comes, something comes around, I have even more confidence to get through. What if, what if because I'm feeling so good about myself and that I have some confidence back and then I have some energy because the small stuff, which it really is small stuff, what if because I'm not afraid anymore or I'm not worried anymore, I start taking a little bit more risks? What if I don't even define them as risks? What if I just call it an adventure? And what if I just kind of head out? What if I get better? What if I, and you just insert your goals in there. What if, what if, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It, it can cut you or it can protect you. And it can be your downfall or it can be uplifting towards you. So that's your homework. I want you to get out of there. Next time something comes and step out of your reality, I want you to change something. And I want you to find something, something inspiring. And I want you to meditate on it. And just kind of write that down. Do that for 21 days and see if that doesn't change everything about you. So here's to turning what if on its head and making you even better at conquering stress. So if this resonated with you or if there's someone that you know that um, kind of needs to hear that, go ahead and share this with them and, um, you know, kind of give us a review on wherever you're listening to this to. I'd really appreciate it. And if there's anything, topics that you'd like to go through, you know, you just leave a, a message down below and we can get right to you. So this is Dr. Bill Janishek on the Conquering Stress Podcast. Until next time, have a great day. Oh,